Welcome back, Scary Dolls. Hello. Hi. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. We're in October with this episode. <gasps> this is the first episode of October. October. It's always October we're for me. F- we're a few weeks away from our one year anniversary. Oh my Dude. God. What are y'all buying me? What are you buying me? <laughs> what are we buying each other? Cookies. <laughs> Food. That's what we're Cheese puffs. Hot Cheetos. Cheese balls. Cheese we haven't had cheese balls, balls in a while. I we haven't. haven't. We should put cheese We should buy each cheese other balls. cheese balls and then feed them. <laughs> How would that work? So, like, I would feed Gato. I would feed you. She would feed me. You know what I can do? I can grab cheese balls with my toes. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Uh, I can feed you guys with my toes. No. (laughs) I don't want your toe jam on my cheese balls. Come on. I have clean toes. (laughs) She's all, it'll give it flavor. Like flavor, flavor. Extra cheese balls. (laughs) Extra cheesy cheese balls. (laughs) Stop, stop, stop. I'm gonna gag the rules. Whenever people make that noise, it makes me want to throw up. Oh my god. Ew, and your stomach's already hurting. I ate too much. You have all my cravings, that's why. I ate three tacos, and then I ate hot Cheetos, then a bagel with cream cheese and hot Cheetos. Then I had, when you came, I got a cookie for you. I stole a cookie. Sorry. And, and, then, and then you had another and cookie had with a, a marshmallow. With a marshmallow. <laughs> and coffee. Oh, and then I had a a venti coffee from Starbucks. Ay Dios. What is wrong with me? <laughs> you have my cravings? Yeah, wow. I do. I have I'll be waiting cravings. in a long ass line this morning for our tacos. I was like, I want more margies. We're waiting in this line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was literally like 14 cars ahead of us. Always I, on a Sunday though. I count They're it. always on a Sunday. Probably all the people that you know that go to church and then they're like, I'm hungry. Like... Right after church. Right after church, yeah. Let's go get What food. time did we go? Like 11, right? Yeah, so yeah, it's, so like, it's like, like early that morning time. church. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Early church. Who wakes up early like that? Us. <laughs> for tacos. For tacos. Only for tacos. Yeah. Not Nothing else. else. Hey, man, but... So, Sabrina usually wakes up super early in the morning. So, like, she woke up, like, at 2. That's why I was texting y'all. And I started doing research, like, at 2.30 in the morning. And then... She woke up again at 4, 4.30, uh-huh. somewhere around there. And she stayed, fell asleep, stayed asleep till like 10-ish. Yeah. What? But I was up. I was like, God, I should be taking advantage of her, of, her being, of her being asleep and I should be sleeping. But no, I couldn't sleep. So then I started cleaning the bathroom. I was picking up, I was going through her clothes and <laughs> doing all the grown-up stuff. Not the nasties. Mm. Not the nasties. You've done enough grown-up stuff. The other grown-up stuff. Where you have to clean and get everything orderly. Yeah. Well, I haven't done the dishes. Don't look at my sink. That's not what I come to look at. <laughs> I come straight to your fridge, girl. <laughs> straight to the fridge. Yes, Every time next. I come, um, don't mind my house. It's a mess. <laughs> what yeah. else is new? But it's a mess, so don't mind my mess. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're on... Gonna be in October, or we are in October technically with this episode. We're teleporting to the next October. week. <laughs> We're in October. Ooh. Spooky, spooky season. season. Um, it's always spooky season. Oh yeah, but okay. 
True. But I guess for you normies. Or when we went to Hobby Lobby the other day, you're all Christmas, what'd you say? Christmas decorations. <laughs> I was walking through Hobby Lobby and I'm like, oh, why do they have Christmas stuff out yet? And people were like looking at me like I was weird. I'm like, oh, my bad. I there, thought I was thinking it. There is a lady an aisle over from us. And well, we ran into two ladies. One was like talking really loud and like telling stuff to her family about stuff she wanted to buy. But she was like super loud, like loud, obnoxiously really? loud. And you know how Hobby Lobby is like quiet and nice little music and it just smells like cinnamon like i go there to get away from loud, loud people. Ass people and this lady was loud i was like i need to get the fuck out of here i was so annoyed and then we went down another aisle and this lady was talking crap with like her friend or somebody on the phone about somebody else and i was all really another one but she was talking loud i, I wouldn't want everyone to know my business yeah she's like... talking real loud on the phone she was no shame Yep. She's like, yeah, that bitch. And I was like, whoop. Well, at least it was like I took out of, I took out of, damn, you think she's mad? <laughs> I'd have been like, put it on speaker. We need to hear both sides of the story. Hey, hey girl, what happened? Tell me. <laughs> yeah, she is a bitch. <laughs> you tap her on the shoulder. Yeah, girl, fuck her. <laughs> she's like, what'd you say about my mom? Uh, oh, nothing. I said, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I feel like fighting. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I came to relax, but I'll fight. Heck, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Nothing spooky happened to y'all this week? You know, you always have updates. No. No? I had a calm week. Another one. Well. I'm glad. Yeah, it was a calm week, but something not scary, but interesting happened yesterday with my mom. So, um... My mom had Sabrina yesterday while I went to the thing for Noreen's oh, house, yeah. And uh, when I got back, my mom was like, look, let me sort, let me show you something. I was like, okay. So then she showed Sabrina. My mom has um, this huge picture frame. It has all, like, these, like, 12 different pictures in there. Mm-hmm. And my mom put Sabrina up to the picture, um, to the picture frame, and she points out my great-grandpa. And she's just pointing at him and smiling, and she's talking. My great-grandpa passed away a few years ago, like like almost 10 years ago. And then um, she shows the picture of my aunt Sabrina, mm-hmm. which we all know passed away, and that's who I named Sabrina after. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom picks up her picture, and Sabrina grabs it and starts kissing it and hugging it and, like, pointing at her and smiling. Oh. And it's my mom, oh, my God, it's like she recognizes. She's like, yeah, she's like, it kind of freaked me out. She's like, because of all the pictures of, like, grandma and grandpa, me and dad, like, the kids, you, like... She went straight to great grandpa, and then when I showed her the picture of Sabrina, it was like she recognized her. What if Aww. she is Sabrina? So, Your aunt Sabrina. Like a reincarnation? Yeah. She's like, look at myself in the picture. I look I good. Look, yeah. <laughs> Jump back. So I was like, are those your guardian angels? And she's just smiling and oh hugging the picture God. and kissing it. Yeah. yeah. Could be. They come and visit. But like for her to recognize them like that, and like I saw it myself, so I was like, oh. Wow, it's cra- it's just crazy. It warmed yes. my heart. Warmed my little cold heart too. Oh my Your gosh, <laughs> my little heart. It brought light to your black heart. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Grinch sometimes. You know, he had a little shriveled up heart. And when something like touches him. you, and he's yeah. all, "What's that?" <laughs> That's how I feel. Or when he cries, "I'm leaking." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. 
I love that movie with Jim Carrey. Me too. Have y'all seen the Grinch uh, costumes? Animated? No, oh. the Grinch costumes that they have for pregnant women. Yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> no, but you should <laughs> no. totally. Come it looks on. itchy. It looks itchy. It's because he, he has a belly. It's gonna be hot. How many years have they said, oh, yeah, it's going to be cool Halloween night, and it's, like, freaking 95 degrees, Ugh. and you're, like, sweating, walking down the street. I don't even street. have my costume ready. Neither, Neither do I. I'm just going to wear a pumpkin t-shirt. Well, are we, well, we can't dress up at work anyways. No, because it's a weekend. It's on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it's a full moon, which is. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm going to be out in the woods probably doing some shit. Dancing naked in the moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, trunk or treat with the family. <laughs> oh, no, wait, before. Beforehand. If you're going to trunk or treat and then wait for everybody to leave and strip and then dance naked in the moonlight. <laughs> Not even because we're having trunk or treat at my aunt's ranch. What she wants to do is set up cars. Our own family. Yeah. We're each going to set up our car because they have like 10 acres. Just set up a car's. And decorate them and give out candy to our own family. You know? Like yeah, to keep it in kids. the family. Aww. And so I'm just going to be like, okay, mom, you're in charge of this. Let me just run back there real quick to the woods. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be right back. Don't mind me. <laughs> she looks for you. Why are you naked? Uh, what? <laughs> Who's naked? <laughs> I'm not naked. What? This is my costume, mom. <laughs> it's my costume. I'm like, I'm dressing up as my birthday suit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My mom. My, my mom so would be funny. like, uh... I don't know what to tell you. My mom would yeah. be like, Mija, I think you need to go to church. <laughs> you you scared? Go to church. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh gosh. Okay, so to keep the momentum going, this week we are going to be talking about haunted cemeteries slash graveyards. Graveyards. Mine's a cemetery. Is there a difference? Yes, there is a difference. Is. Really? Gago just found out there is a difference. Uh-huh. So, fun fact, there's a difference between cemeteries and graveyards. So, graveyard has a church. In, in the grounds. Like, in the grounds. Oh. And then a cemetery does not have a church in it. What? It's just the headstones with bodies. You know, I'm getting married in a so graveyard, there's a difference. Because right? <laughs> there's a church? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, nice. I literally just realized that. I was like... Did you know there's a difference between a cemetery and a graveyard? She's like, bitch, no, there's not. I was like, it says it right here. And I, I Googled it. It. Mm-hmm. it just like popped up in an article. I was it like, sure I'm going to say that today and during the podcast. <laughs> interesting fact. Keep it interesting, you guys. We always wow. do. Yeah. And then um, also what I wanted to talk about is the superstitions with graveyards slash cemeteries. So one of the biggest beliefs or concerns uh, with graveyards is that, I don't know if y'all know this, but most graves lie east to west. And there's, they say that that's the way they should lie. So basically the body should have its head to the west and its feet to the east. That way the body faces the rising sun. And then the feet, which faces the east, faces final judgment. Ooh. Yeah. Scary. It's not, it sounds scary, right? Final judgment sounds scary. Be like, so yeah. what happens if you're not <laughs> facing that way? I don't know. Your butt I, goes I in tried. first. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> He's like, the god was at it again. <laughs> He's like, why did I make her like this? <laughs> no, he's up there. Why are you like this? <laughs> Face palming. Like <laughs> um, wow. 
Yeah. So another one, another uh, superstition is that graves shouldn't be left open overnight or otherwise it'll supposedly herald another death. So like, like if they're already in there. So like if like cover it right yeah away. like they need to cover it right away or like you know how like on some movies like people are running through graveyards and then they fall into a hole. Oh, like they're you're not supposed to like have it left open. You're supposed to keep them closed. Oh. That's probably why most of them are early in the morning, right? The burials. Yeah, and yeah. the people come like right after you. Like yeah. they take out yeah. everything and then they start mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Another one is leaving the side. Of a grave before the grave digger lowers the coffin means another death will follow. And also supposedly, I don't know how I feel about this one, but they said that rain also plays part of it too. So like if it rains during um, during a funeral, that's supposedly like another death is coming or like it brings like bad luck upon the family. That makes sense of why every movie has a raining funeral. Because someone always dies in the movies. I never thought I about never that. I never thought of that either. Because there's always like, you know, they're with umbrellas and it's raining uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then later on, somebody else dies. Ooh. I'm going to look for that red crumb now. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Foreshadowing. So another one is that many consider it extremely bad luck to be the first uh, burial in a cemetery. So basically, like, let's say I die and I go to a new cemetery and they bury my body. Supposedly, that brings bad luck upon the family. So normally, whenever they open up new cemeteries or, like, graveyards, they usually bury an animal. Oh. And then it's also bad luck to be the last person to be buried at a graveyard or cemetery. Because they say if you're the last person, then you're um, pretty much going to be the the watcher of the cemetery. Like, you have to guard the cemetery for all eternity. Like, your soul. Oh, so they usually, <laughs> I'll, I'll volunteer. So <laughs> normally, it's the first burial is an animal, and the last burial, uh, burial is an animal somewhere in the graveyard. So that's why they say like uh, in graveyards or cemeteries, like you see like cats roaming around or like random dogs because it could be like their ghosts or their spirits like guarding the place. Oh, <gasps> that's a good. That's a good. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Another one is you should hold your breath while passing the cemetery unless you want to inhale the spirit of the recently departed. I've heard that. Another one is um, you can for you to tuck your thumbs under your fists if you pass the cemetery in order to protect your parents from oh. passing away. I'm going to do that all. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most biggest and common one is that it's considered bad luck to step over a grave or on a grave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard and that one for sure. And if you do, you have to apologize to um, the, the dead person that you stepped on by accident. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have to apologize to them, ask them for your forgiveness. If Because, you, you know, it happens. I've done it. I've, I remember I accidentally did it, and my grandpa was like, you need to apologize to them right now. I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, My grandma told me that. This one's kind of disturbing. I was telling God, I was like, what the fuck? These doctors back then were, like, super weird, so... Way, way, way back then, doctors used to advise pregnant women not to walk on graves or their children would be born with club feet. And so basically in earlier times, like this was like poor medical advice. And basically the doctors would rather blame something that the women did wrong than to understand like a disabled child or why the, the, the child was born disabled. 
fish. So they really? Would, <laughs> so they would blame it like, well, oh. did you walk in the cemetery or well, graveyard why. while you're pregnant? Well, that's why your child came out all messed up. Oh, hey, that's what they used no. to do back then. Assholes. That's messed up, right? That is. Ugh. But still, now I'm like, I don't want to go on a cemetery. <laughs> like, um, it's a good thing I don't like cemeteries. Yeah, um, but that's ugly. I can't even imagine. I love cemeteries. Yeah, so those are some superstitions I thought were cool and I wanted to go over real quick. That's crazy. I've heard of a few in there, but I haven't heard of all those other ones. Mm-hmm. Just like the basic yeah. ones. There's so many, though. I found this one website and like they went into detail on what you're supposed to do when a loved one dies. To, like, avoid another death in the family, to avoid, like, their spirit being trapped over here on Earth, how to help them move on, like, detailed. I gave myself a headache because I'm like, how am I supposed to remember all this? (laughs) I wonder if, like, the people that actually own the cemeteries follow some of these rules. No. Like, I wonder if they actually do. Uh, Like, the dog one. Like, the following the... I don't think they do. I don't know. I think they're all about now. They're all about their money. I'm going to ask, am I going to be the last one? Or is my loved one going to be the last one? I need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, Bury a dog you better like, <laughs> build another plot. Come on. Let's you know go. how, like, some families I'll have, like, <laughs> they have, like, family graveyards or family cemeteries where it's just, like, their family. Like, do they follow them? Do they have, like, their know. pet cat buried there? And then. What, are the, what about the ones, like, does it still work if you're buried? Like, you know, some lovers like to be buried together. Oh. Like in the same grave. Mm-hmm. So they bury one deeper and then the other one. Does it count for Listen, that one? We need a rule book. Who has this uh, <laughs> cemetery rule book? There's so many rule yeah. books out there. I can't keep up. I have a headache. Why did I go over this? I have a stomachache. Whose idea was this? <laughs> Who picked this topic? Me. Caroline. Caroline. I love cemeteries. They're fun. Mm-hmm. Especially did you know that skinwalkers lurk in cemeteries too? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Girl, that's your ring of skinwalkers. We're never, we're never going to a, <laughs> a cemetery. <laughs> we're gonna go take pictures in a cemetery yeah. for our next photo shoot. I love right. mausoleums. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, so gorge. So are y'all ready to travel? Let's go. Pack up so your bags, Ashley. We're gonna pack up our bags and travel to Scotland. Scotland. Yay. To the most haunted graveyard, or should I say cemetery, in the world. So this is called Greyfriars Kirkyard Cemetery. So if you didn't know, Edinburgh in Scotland is like the most gorgeous gothic capital city in Edinburgh. Like, it's beautiful. I looked at pictures. I was like, oh my God, I want to, I told God, we should all go. We should make a trip to Scotland. I'll go to Scotland. (laughs) And go to Edinburgh Mm -hmm. and go visit the graveyard that they have there. So pretty much like there's ghostly lore surrounding this graveyard and the city's historic center. There's Okay, so there's so much to go over about this graveyard, and I had to cut it down a lot. So this graveyard in Newtown was built in the 1700s, which is now called Greyfriars Kirkyard. It's this cemetery dates back to 15 to the 1560s. 15? 1560s. 1560s. Damn, that's old. It's old as heck. That's real old. <laughs> so basically. Along with this graveyard, just to give it a small little summary, um, there is history about body snatchers, 
There's violent ghosts, violent poltergeists. There's a loyal dog that's seen. There's Harry Potter characters that may have um, been inspired by J.K. Rowling that are actually buried there. I think um, I know. It's super beautiful, and I want to go there. So let's get started. I don't have a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> well, sort of. There's that score if you want to get that. Ashley's recording me. <laughs> no paparazzi, please. No pictures. So the biggest or pretty much the number one spirit that haunts uh, the graveyard is Mackenzie. What's his name again? Uh, George Mackenzie called the Mackenzie Poltergeist. So he's said to be the one of the most aggressive and active paranormal figures around. So if you don't know who this Mackenzie person is, he is a horrible human being. So basically, after the Battle of Bothwell Bridge in 1679, Mackenzie imprisoned over 1,200 people in a field next to the graveyard that is now known as Greyfriars Kirkyard. Um, some were executed and hundreds died of malnourishment. His treatment of them gained him the nickname Bloody Mackenzie, and he was horrible, horrible, horrible human being. So, according to legend, his spirit was released in 1999 when a homeless man looking for a spot to sleep broke into his final resting place in the Black Malaysium. And pretty much because he broke into it, he released his spirit. And since that happened, all of this activity, like obviously there's more activity going on because there's like hundreds of people, probably thousands buried there. Mm -hmm. People with unmarked graves are buried there. So they said there's over 800 headstones that are there, but there's 10 times more than that of unmarked graveyards. So like way back then, um, when he would execute people, they their graveyards ran out of room. So they had this plot, which is now the Kirkyard's graveyard, um, where they would just kind of like toss the bodies and just throw them there. And like the people would decay. What? So there's like... I'm pretty sure, like, if they were to do, like, one of those x-ray things where they yeah. see, like, bones, there's probably, like, thousands of bones there. Oh, my gosh. Of random people buried. So, that's why there's so oh. much activity. So, when this uh, homeless guy slept in the mausoleum, ever since that happened, whenever people go in that ma mausoleum or go by it, supposedly, they leave with scratches, burns, bite marks. A lot of people say that they... Um, pass out going over there uh yeah it's it's crazy there was this scottish poet um named robert lewis stevenson who referred Mackenzie in his 1879 book and he said when a man's soul is certainly in hell his body will surprise uh, i'm sorry his body will uh scrace light quiet in the tomb however costly sometime or other the door must opened and when this door opens henceforth hell will release on earth <sighs> so that's his own like personal hell that graveyard right. so basically where that mausoleum was there is 1200 people that they know that has been documented that Mackenzie had imprisoned in that mausoleum and who died of malnourishment and being tortured to death and that's also where they buried him um, the conditions of the prison was super brutal. 
So as far as they know, there is actually a total of 257 of the prisoners that actually came out alive out of the 1,200. A lot of them escaped um, or they pledged loyalty, loyalty to the crown. So that's why they went ahead and like let them go. So those are the only people, 257 out of 1,200 that survived. God. It's oh horrible. Goodness. So in today's time, when people go touring in this graveyard or cemetery, I'm not, I think it's a graveyard because there's a church church on there. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a church because the building kind of looks, I think it's a church. It's probably a graveyard. Um, so a lot of people who like go ghost hunting or just like walking through the cemetery, like there's so many reported like mysterious happenings that happen. So people have seen um, like shadows emerge from inside the prison or the mausoleum. Um, you can actually tour inside the mausoleum now, um, but when you come out, you can come out with bruises, burns, scratches, or even broken bones. There's people that say that they, um, when they leave there, they actually feel malnourished. So it's almost like they're feeling what the prisoners <gasps> felt when they died. Um, in 2006, there was, a, there was a Scottish man who wrote that there had been 450 documented attacks, 140 people who had collapsed while being in a mausoleum. And there's even suspicion that Mackenzie Poltergeist was responsible for the death of a local psychic. What? So I looked that psychic up and it wasn't technically a psychic. It was a psychic's dad. Um, so his dad was a priest who did exorcisms and he supposedly went inside the mausoleum and then like he was attacked by Mackenzie's spirit and then he left. Two days later, he died. Ooh. So a lot of people are like connecting his death to Mackenzie's poltergeist saying that he's the one that killed him because he died of a heart attack. Uh, so they're saying that he was so scared for whatever he saw, he died. Um, a lot of his families say, no, that that's not how he died, blah, blah, blah. Well, I want to say a few years later, um, this director contacted the son and the, the son is actually a psychic. Um, he's, he's a psychic medium. And uh, they contacted the son and pretty much said, hey, we wanted to do documentary um, and we know about your dad. We know what happened. He's like, but we want to know if you're interested in doing this documentary with us about um, uh, Greyfriars Kirkyard. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, well, the day that they're filming the documentary happened to land on the first anniversary of his father's death. Ooh. Yeah. So he did say when he got, went inside the mausoleum, he went through the gates he said as soon as he walked through the gates of the graveyard, he instantly felt like dread. He felt like there was just like something not wanting him there. And also he felt like whatever spirit was there had satisfaction of how he was being, like how he felt. So whatever was there, like how like him being scared pretty much, mm -hmm. he also felt whatever evil spirit was there was satisfied with him feeling that way. Um, so they went towards the mausoleum and he said he couldn't, he couldn't go past the gates. He just couldn't do it. So he's like, I don't want to believe that my father died because of Mackenzie's poltergeist. He's like, but I can't explain why I couldn't go past the gates. He's like, it's almost like somebody was stopping me from going there. And he said he almost feels like maybe it was his dad's spirit stopping him, like oh. trying to protect him from going inside the mausoleum and getting attacked too. Yeah. So... Aww. I know it's super sad, but oh, it's so crazy. So also, too, in the early 1800s, the University of Edinburgh 
um, they had a medical study program and um, people would actually go inside the graveyard and snatch bodies. So they would they would dig up the graves what? of these family members, friends, cousins, whatever, what have you, and sell them to the university and they would use it as their anatomy. Oh, no. uh, yeah, oh, my they would stud- they would study their bodies for like the, their anatomy classes and stuff. How so rude. when you go to the graveyard, you'll see that there's all of these. Uh, there, there's a lot of uh, graves that have like black metal like um, cages? cages over them. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the family members that wanted to protect the bodies, so they got these people to like make these cages around the graves that are like super deep into the ground so that way the body snatchers wouldn't go and like take their family members bodies either way like that's isn't it six feet that's six feet yeah they, they have to dig six feet there's no one in there like i guess not. i guess not you know not back then 1800s i'm pretty sure they didn't have like really anybody like watching it. Watch or yeah something. yeah and i know now like um because i did like a, a virtual tour um and they have like the gates that close it now I think I thought because I told Paul, man, this graveyard's like open twenty four hours. It's not. Um, it closes at a certain time, but they now had now. I think they have like cameras like in the front yard to make sure nobody's like jumping over it. So, yeah, it was like super sad that people like stole these family members' bodies. That's stupid. Yeah, yes. that's just not smart. That's disrespectful. First it of all, it is. So this is a very happy legend. So for the past 140 years, there is a bronze sky terrier that stood guard outside the grounds and watched over Kirkyard. Oh, watched over the Kirkyard. Andy Berg named him Greyfriars Bobby. He was a loyal dog that stood vigil over his deceased owner's grave for over 14 years until his own death. Mm. So they actually have a statue of him in front of the in, in front of this um, graveyard. They even have like a little coffee shop named after him that's cute yeah so he's super cute um they used him as a marketing ploy um by the cemetery um they have a yeah a coffee shop and it's also a restaurant that you can go there too and they encourage like all the tour like the people that go out there for tours to like go to the restaurant and stuff Mm -hmm. um and supposedly his um his little spirit scene there too like you'll see like a little terrier like walking around the graveyard at night Little baby. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my favorites is the cemetery is also supposedly where J.K. Rowling first scribbled the lines of Harry Potter in the window seat uh, overlooking George Harriet's um, grave. So um, a lot of her characters in Harry Potter, like there's people that are named after them in the graveyard. So Tom Riddle there's a person named Thomas Riddle that's buried there. That's so cool, right? What? There's another, I was actually, I felt bad because I was laughing at this earlier. But there's this one guy, his name is, oh my God, God, what was his name? Oh man. McGonagall. George McGonagall. George McGonagall. So, Professor McGonagall. So George, yes. so there's a guy named George McGonagall, but he's known to be the world, the world's most horrible Horrible. poet yeah (laughs) oh damn (laughs) and i'm like really mcgonagall laughing right i was like that's so horrible can you imagine being dead and then like know that the world knows you as the like world's most horrible poet oh no (laughs) yeah like george mcgonagall horrible like so there's a thomas riddle 
that is buried there. And then there's a George McGonagall that's buried there too. So people, a lot of people's theories is that like they're, they were her like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, his poems didn't rhyme or something. <laughs> he was like, I walked down the street for pizza. <laughs> for pizza. I walked down the street for pizza. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the end. Oh my god. <laughs> but I was like, why would you name <laughs> Professor McGonagall? Exactly. After that, <laughs> Professor McGonagall was like top here. She's a badass writing. Oh. She named her after that. Well, we don't know if that's yeah, really what no. she, she named them after, but a lot of people see it as too much of a coincidence that there is a Thomas Riddle that's buried there, uh-huh. and then there is a George McGonagall that's buried there, and she has a Professor McGonagall and yeah. Tom Riddle. Tom so, Riddle. We should yeah. write her a letter and ask her. I'm wonder, sure she'll write back. I should have looked it up. I wonder if people have already asked her and if she's answered it. Oh. Hmm. Googling. Googling now. Googling now. Click, 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 click. Click, 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 click. <laughs> but yes, McGonagall. if you ever want to go to Scotland, for sure, um, make sure you visit the Greyfriars Kirkyard in Edinburgh. And if you do go, make sure you take all three of us with you. And pay, too, because I'm broke. Yeah, I'm just yeah we're, we're pretty poor, so you have to pay <laughs> for us to go. Um, <laughs> I would prefer first class, please. Thank you. Um, I prefer train. <laughs> You want to be trained? Yes. Wait. <laughs> no. I Wait. Be You're nasty. You're nasty. <sighs> okay, I can't find it. Dang. No. I tried googling. Maybe El I'm not googling Googles. the right things. Google. <laughs> L googles. Googling. Google. Googling. Oh lordy. Well, so I, when I was looking at like cemeteries and stuff, I was like, hmm, I don't know which one to do because to me they're all spooky and haunted and blah, blah. So I picked um, St. Louis Cemetery that is in New Orleans. It was built in 1789. And um, I thought it was cool because it's on, it's in New Orleans and it's on Basin Street and in between Basin Street and Tri- I think I'm saying this right, Trim Street or Treme Street, one of those. Anyways, it's in New Orleans. Um, <laughs> so it's one of the oldest um, cemeteries and one of their most famous cemeteries in New Orleans. So it opened in 1789 and it actually replaced an already cemetery that was there called St. Peter. So they basically kind of like rebranded it i don't know like it replaced that cemetery so do they dig up whole new holes or like so the what they had said was that it no longer existed that cemetery so i'm guessing they took everything out i i don't know like exactly exactly what yeah but um there was actually a fire in 1788 so that's why i'm thinking they took everything like out yeah because they like redesigned it and made it st louis cemetery number one there's multiple there's multiple of these but this one number one is the most famous one and so i was thinking like that's probably why it's most famous and there's a lot of stuff because it's like it was disturbed yeah exactly disturbed the grave. what happened to a lot of bodies either the they first burned that's scary 
And I tried to look up like what caused the fire, but there's like so many different. Some of them were like, oh, they were just like, you know, little hoodlums or like whatever. And then other ones were like, oh, it was ghosts that started the fire or like (laughs) people that didn't like because there's there was like, what's her name? Oh, my gosh. It was in here. Marie Laveau. Yeah. She's buried there in this one. Oh, we know. Yeah, she's been. <laughs> I was like, I know. The, voodoo, um, the queen of voodoo. Yes, exactly. Anyways, so it was St. Louis number one, because there's like three of them. Um, and it's eight blocks from the Mississippi River. So this um, this one is very close. Like when they have um, hurricanes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it can pretty much like be washed, washed out. And these great, they're not underground graves like there are some underground but they don't do underground anymore because of if a hurricane comes the water will just push everything like up out of the ground so a lot of like the graves in here are like cement blocks or they're put in like those little um kind of like mausoleum stuff Uh um but they're all above ground so nobody's buried underneath the ground because of that because if they do, then everything's just going to come out and get washed away. And like, because I think that had happened to one of the other cemeteries when they had that big hurricane and there was just coffins like everywhere coming down oh. the street and they had to get all of it back. That's and so then scary. some of them are so old that you don't know like who that person is. That's so sad. They don't even get put back in their grave. Mm-mm. Some of them do. But if they're like the water, you know, it's sad. It's very sad. So um, a lot of the cemeteries in New Orleans now and in Louisiana, they're built above ground and like in cement, in little cement blocks, pretty much. Um, So there is a nonprofit group called Save Our Cemeteries. Um, They're like a commercial business and they actually offer tours of the all the cemeteries for free. So you don't have to pay like anything to get into them. You can see them. So there's a lot of people buried here in this New Orleans. I forgot how to say her name. Etini Debore, I think it's Debore. Um, she was a wealthy pioneer of the sugar industry and was actually the first mayor of New Orleans. Um, he, sorry, he was buried there. Um, of course, the voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, she's buried there. And a lot of people speculate that a lot of the stuff happening there is from her, like her spirit. And some people, which I don't know if I believe it or not, because some people have actually said that they've seen her or like seen like or felt her presence like in there. And they get like this kind of like eerie feeling and they don't want to be there anymore. Or like they like this cast of like shadow just like goes over them and they're kind of like, okay, like let's go now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be here anymore and type of thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of like a lot of uh, slave owners are buried here. In that, in that one, the first mayor, and there was the, I don't, I mean, it's not funny, but I thought it was funny because after all of these like crazy stuff, it says Paul Morphy was one of the earliest world champions of chess and he's buried there in oh. case y'all wanted to know that. Great. Yeah. Um, a lot of like <laughs> architects and engineers, they're buried there in that one. And then the cemetery is, it spans pretty much like one square block but it's like a huge, like, it's not very big. It's it's kind of small. Um, but it is the resting place for thousands of people. And it lies within the northwest section. So I guess that goes into what you were saying about, like, being buried, just like, that way. Mm-hmm. And so in 2015, 
the Roman Catholic Church of New Orleans actually, I guess, bought the cemetery. So they now own and manage the cemetery. And they actually do have it closed to the general public because there was a rise in vandalism in the in 2015. But because of this, they are now charging, if people want to go and like tour it, this one specifically, like not all of them, but this one specifically, um, the touring company, if they want to offer like their stuff for free, they have to pay the church um, like $4,500 per year to lease short amounts of periods of time for them to go and tour it. So they're like, okay, well, if you pay us this much, you can like tour for six months and you can do like free tours or whatever. But the company has to pay them a fee, not the not the people actually going going there. And the families of the like if you're buried there and like your family wants to go and visit you, you don't have to pay, but you have to apply for a pass to go and visit them because of all the vandalism and it's like super scary and they don't want anyone like doing just anyone. Yeah. Like you don't you don't have to pay if your family members in there, mm -hmm. but you have to like get like a pass first. So if you're seen in there without the pass, they do have a guard like walking around. He can pretty much like kick you out and tell you like to leave, even though it's your own family member like in there. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then so even though it's like closed off, there have been some people who have tried to access the cemetery after dark and like make contact with ghosts and all that kind of stuff. And then I like the thing that it says in here, it says, we can't say we recommend this method, but if that's what you want to do, go ahead. <laughs> I like that one. That was cool. But <laughs> that would be God. I'd be like, please don't do it. And you'd be like, okay, let's go do it. Okay, fine, let's do it. <laughs> I would recommend you not to do it. Me, I would recommend you guys to do it. <laughs> Okay, so why is the cemetery haunted? They have like a couple of documents, um, documented incidences of why it is haunted. So for almost 200 years, ghost stories have surrounded the cemetery. People have had encounters with people that have already been buried there. And even like, because they don't do like they don't do normal funerals like how we do. They have like kind of a celebration of life like they have um they'll like go down the the streets and they'll play music and there'll be food and so it's not like a normal like burial like how we would have it's not all sad and mm -hmm. gloomy it's like kind of like a celebration of life and the people are carrying the casket all the way down so they'll have a starting point and they'll carry it all the way to wherever they're going to be buried and obviously they're not in the ground so you can't really be like around watching like the person go in there. Mm -hmm. So basically like it's just whoever comes to celebrate, you walk to the cemetery and then when you get in the cemetery, it's the family and then they put you in like a cemented thing, like a block. And mm -hmm. most of them you can either do like completely seal it off. So they'll put like the bricks and like all the, the cement in there so you can completely do that. Or some of them have um, like really Plastic heavy- or is it plastic, like plexiglass? Yeah, either like plexiglass in there or they have like um, heavy doors, but they're chained and locked. So you can't get into any of these graves whatsoever. That's so cool. Yeah, it's either one or the other. Okay, so the reason it's haunted is because a lot of people have reported uh, seeing ghosts, ghost sightings. They have seen some of the graves 
which is, I don't know how, but they, they would see it like move where they're like, no, I swear it was over here. And now it's like over here. And some of the most famous people that are there is of course, Marie Laveau, the voodoo queen. But a lot of people only spot her throughout the beginning of the, cause it's a, it's considered like a French quarter. Like the one, the one block is called a French quarter. And she's seen there and they mostly see her kind of just going, trying to get to her old house, like where she used to live. And they see her just kind of like walking. Like she doesn't really do anything to you. She just like walks around. They see her and they just get like eerie feelings around her and they kind of get like unsettling types of feelings. But she just walks like amongst the tombs and just going through. And some of them have even tried to like go up to her and like touch her. So if you, she doesn't do much, but if, if you leave her alone, but if you, like most ghosts, like if you don't do anything, they won't do anything to you. Mm-hmm. But um, some people have reported trying to go up to her, talk to her or do something to her. And that's when they report, they feel like they're being shoved like to the ground. They feel like they've been scratched or like someone would like pinch them or they'll get pinches like everywhere. But other than that, like if you just leave her alone, you just see her like walking like around. And then the other ghost um, is the spirit of Henry Viggins, V-I-G-N-E-S. I think it's Viggins. So he was a sailor in the 19th century and he had like no no true home. He was kind of like considered like a nomad. Like he kind of just like went around everywhere. Well, he was sailing in the seas of New Orleans and he made it his local, like his home. He made New Orleans his home, but he was always constantly worried that they were going to find out that he wasn't like a resident or like he was even living there. He was just walking around kind of like um the male version of like gypsies or something. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of like what he was. So he was about to board to go on another voyage and like leave. And it doesn't say why I, I'm thinking based on what they're saying is like he had a heart attack and he died. So he didn't have like any people or any family or anything like that. So they kind of just buried him in there. Like they knew his name, but he had no family, no relatives. So they couldn't get like a legit history like on him. So they kind of just buried him. The boarding house that he stayed at, they like found all his belongings and stuff there. And so the boarding house actually like, okay, well, let's bury him because he we did know him, but go, let's go ahead and bury him there. So he has been seen also walking amongst the tombs. And even though he was laid to rest over a century ago, he's seen wandering around. And a lot of people say that he's very tall and he has very like piercing blue eyes. So they say when they see him that they freak out because he'll kind of like turn and look at you and just have like these almost at night, like they say, it's kind of like glowing blue eyes Mm because they're so blue. And then his tomb, um, they say, since he was a nomad, he's like searching for his tomb. Like he, cause it looks like when he's walking around, he's looking for like where his home, quote unquote home would like be. Yeah. And then um, allegedly his ghost has even turned up at other funerals, like of other people. And they're speculating that because he had no family and nobody that that's why he goes to like other funerals, especially if they're smaller, there's like a couple of people he'll go and they'll, people will see him at funerals and they'll be like, Hey, who's that? Oh, like they'll see him and they're like, who's that person? And nobody knows like who he is. So the people of the cemetery are like, Oh, that's just Henry 
I'm, you know, he's there. But it's so that Henry. It's, it's just Henry. Henry. <laughs> and there was a one. I forgot what the company was called, but they went on like kind of like a ghost sighting or ghost hunting type of thing, and they caught on camera or like on the EVP um, a male voice that says, "I need to rest." And they're thinking it's Henry's voice oh, of no. him saying that he needs to rest. He's tired. Yeah. But some of them say, like, the reason they keep seeing him is because he's he won't ever rest because he never really had, like, a true home type of thing. I thought that one was sad. But I don't know. Then the very last one that people see is the ghost of Alphonse. And he, too, is like Henry, where he seems to be searching for something. Like, they don't know if it's his tomb or what it is. But supposedly the story of that one is that he was murdered. They were saying that he was either murdered by somebody that he didn't know or he was murdered by somebody that he did know. Because every time a visitor steps near one of the family tombs, which is... So this is going to be pipe i thought it was pinhead at first <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's pinead pinead p-i-n-e-a-d pinied pinied pineapple pineapple but they're they're thinking that he might have been murdered by someone in this family because when people go near that pinied pinied tomb uh-huh. or that little section that the ghost of Alphonse will appear and warn them, like, to stay away. Or, like, he'll push them, like, away from the tomb. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're thinking he was murdered by somebody in that family. Because he, like, makes sure no one ever goes near that that grave over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, I mean, those, those two are kind of, like, you know, good ones. Oh, another fun fact about the cemetery. Um, in 2010... Nicholas Cage, the actor, purchased a pyramid-shaped tomb to be his future final resting place. Ooh. So Nicholas Cage wants to be married there. Married or buried? Buried. Oh my god, it's in married. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, so Nicholas Cage wants to be buried there. But out of all the cemeteries, um all the cemeteries, the number 1, 2, and 3, they're all kind of located within the same block, mm-hmm. like eight blocks. But number two and number three are closer to the Mississippi River. So those got flooded super badly from Hurricane Katrina and all that. So I I don't know if... Because you know how like when we were talking about that one house, like we were talking about haunted houses and it like burned down and all the spirits like just relocated themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like what if that happened with the flood and they just all migrated to the number one cemetery? Maybe. And throughout New Orleans, because yeah. it's said to be like the number one haunted city place. Yeah, because out of all of the cemeteries, this one is the most sightings, the most paranormal activity, the most ghost sightings, and the most like eerie feelings ones compared to any of the other ones mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So if you want to go to New Orleans, you can go to that cemetery. Just make sure you find a free tour. If you do, tour the underground city. I really <gasps> want to do that. Me too. Mm. That sounds fun. I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. Whatever. 
Me and Carol go. We'll FaceTime you. <laughs> there you go. Just FaceTime me. Look at her. There she goes. Okay. There she goes with her big mouth. There she blows. Yum, there she blows. <laughs> no, no, none of that here. All right. I'm going to ask you guys to also pack a bag. <laughs> make sure you bring your passport because otherwise you can't come back. <laughs> because we're going to my hometown, my home, what, my home city? Country. Country. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it's I'm a country. So tired. I can't even think. We're going to Mexico. Mexico. You know how Mexico mm. is with Day of the Dead. My hometown, city, what is it? It's a country. <laughs> I'm such a dumbass. So embarrassing. <laughs> no, I can't think, all right? I've been up early. She's too busy yawning. <laughs> I yawn for everything, y'all. Hey. This one is called Panteón de Belén. So this is located in Guadalajara, Mexico. Stadium? Guadalajara. Guadalajara. <laughs> yeah. You know, like all the taquerias you see around San Antonio? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Guadalajara, like that. <laughs> so, you know, this is also a museum. So you can go visit and they do tours. Really? For like 75 pesos or something. So that's like four bucks at the most. So, you know, in case you want to go. This cemetery opened in 1848 and closed in 1986 because it was already like at capacity. So this cemetery just is known to like a lot of legends and a lot of like sightseeing, I guess. Um, First story is a story of a little boy. His name was Ignacio. Um, They called him Nacho or Nachito for short because he was, you know, he was a young little boy. So this little boy was scared of the dark, like deadly afraid of the dark. He could not be in the dark. It was like a medical condition. Like he could not be in the dark or he would be like, he would flip out. So outside his room, they had pillar. No, what do you call them? Where where you light them like torches. Mm -hmm. They had torches outside his room. So one night a storm came. So the storm came, blew out the torches and the little boy woke up in the middle of the night and it was dark. (gasps) He got so scared. He got a heart attack and he died. No, Got a heart attack and he died. The mom woke up, ran into his room, and she noticed that everything was stark and quiet. And when she went next to him, he was already cold and <gasps> and dead at five years old. Oh, my God. They buried him. And the next day, the groundkeeper, because in Mexico, there's ground like cemetery people. They will literally some of them sleep there. But we'll get into that later. Anyway, the, the groundkeeper called the parents and told them, um, not called him, but like he went to go tell them what happened. They buried the bo- the little boy's body again. The next morning, it was out again. <laughs> so they were started thinking like it's because he's afraid of the dark. So what they did is instead of burying him underground, they buried him above ground. So that way there's lights and they always have like lights by him and people come and drop off toys. Aww. It's said if you take a toy, his spirit will follow you until you return it. So don't take any toys from Nachito's grave. <laughs> He's like, give me back my damn toy. But he died. Poor baby. Because he was scared of the dark. Um, mm. So that was one. There's also a story. There was this man. He was a young man. He was like a teenager. He was diagnosed with cancer. He was so sad that the doctors told him that, that he went and he hung himself in one of the trees 
at the cemetery. So they ended up cutting the tree completely. Only thing left was a trunk. But some nights you could still see like the shadow of the tree with the young boy's body mm. hanging off of it. Oh, imagine seeing like that. the shadow. Mm-hmm. And also there's a monk. So there's reports of a monk and he only appears on special occasions, which is super random when there's a lot of people, when there's a party, when there's a wedding. But there's a picture that I found and it was this couple. They're getting married and they're taking a picture on like these this i think it was the church but on top of the stairs and they're like looking back for the picture but under the stairs you see him peeking out oh yeah oh i have a picture hold on let me show you guys show her okay so they blurred out their faces but look that's what's under the stairs and then that's his head she's barely looking at it oh my god open your eyes (laughs) look at it Look at and it. he's like, hey. I know. <laughs> Hello. You know, and there's a lot of stories of the cemetery. There's a story of um, a vampire. So apparently, yeah. I memorized them, so I don't have to read my notes. But apparently, um, there was this man who was always, like, dressed in black. Very um, gothic, I guess. He would always dress in black, and they would see him, like, going around the town. All of a sudden... There was animals found, like, with no blood, like, dead, but no blood. And then it started becoming children that were found with no blood. So they ended up putting a stake. Is that how to say A stake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A stake through his heart. They put a stake through his heart. They buried him. And then everyone, like, all that stuff stopped, like, the... The kids found and the, you know, everything stopped. So the people were happy, like, oh, we got the right guy. But then out of nowhere, this tree grew from his grave, like from the middle. So it cracked the grave in half and everything. (gasps) And it said that if you cut a branch from that tree, that blood will come out. Ew. Yeah. I kind of want to do that, but then I don't want to, like, disrespect. (laughs) I'm curious. You know what I mean? I don't want to disrespect. He's going to come and suck your blood. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, There's a lot more stories of this place, but I was, like, tired. So I didn't finish reading them. But also, if you want to go a tour for 70 pesos, we can all go take a tour maybe one day. Do people see these people? Like, see them? Some of the monk, yes. They see the monk? People see the monk. Is it monk? Monk. I want to say monk. Monk. Well, my first story i wanted to do i couldn't find it anywhere i swear to you that i know this story is real but i couldn't find it anywhere i looked in all the websites i looked in youtube i looked everywhere and i couldn't find it so there's a story of this cemetery that has a witch buried in it right if you go looking for the witch's tomb you'll get lost so there was a guy, and I remember because I saw this video somewhere, the guy's recording himself, and he's like, I've been to the cemetery before. I know they gave me directions on how to get to the witch's tomb. I've been running around for, like, five hours, Oy. and I cannot find it. So this, for some reason, the cemetery kept taking the guy in circles, and he was just lost in the cemetery until, like, the end, like, the night, that's when he found the witch's tomb. <laughs> Yeah, but I I really wanted to do that story, but I couldn't find it. 
I couldn't even find the name of the cemetery, but what? yeah, I was is it in Mexico? Everywhere. Yes, it's, I think it's in Mexico, because the man that was speaking was in Spanish. It was a Spanish uh, video, and I could not find it for the life of me. I was googling I everything know, I could think. <laughs> I was googling everything I could think of. I'm like, oh, what do I look at under like cementerio? I look at under bruja. Like I was looking at <laughs> all these things, and I could not find it, and it made me so mad because I was really excited to talk about it. Because that's just so random. Like, you go, you know where you're going, but it, like... You get lost. The cemetery, you, like, makes you get yeah. lost. It reroutes you. What like, if GPS. it's her? What if she it, knows? It like, is her. I feel like it that. is her. And But um, researching that, I did find a lot of cemeteries that, whether it be Mexico or El Salvador, like, that they find witches there. Or, like, people doing rituals. Because <gasps> in Mexico, like, they'll lock up the cemetery, but there's always, like, a door open. Like... It's people not extra secure like it is here. And they do have, like, watch people. But they're, like, little, usually, like, little old men. Like, what are they going to do? You know? But, yeah, Mexico, they have... Their cemeteries are a whole different world. Right, that one video you found of that witch? There was a video that somebody posted. And it was a witch. And she was, like, on fire. And, I mean, it didn't look fake. It looked real. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a person. You could see the person on the floor. And it's all, like, on fire. And then it just starts turning into a ball and floats up. And then you could hear like, <laughs> like that, like ugly. a witch laughing. Ugly. She yeah. showed me. I was like, <gasps> yes. Oh hell no. And there's a lot of sites, like, and a lot of like, if you look up like Mexican YouTube, I'm not saying look up Mexican YouTube because <laughs> YouTube is YouTube, but if you go into the Mexican side, like cemeteries but like cementerios and brujas you see a lot of like videos of like witches that just peer out Mm -hmm. or like people just walking by like there was this one video where this guy's just recording and then you just see like a person walk by and then he like he moves back because he sees somebody walk by and there's nobody there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of those videos but um they have a lot of them too like if you get on the haunted side of tiktok um, they have like those videos on there too. Mm-hmm. There's a See, lot of videos. That's why I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I personally I love cemeteries. Like growing up, even like when it was like Day of the Dead, we would go to Mexico, crossover. You go clean the grave of your family member. You stay with them. They, you know, there's food vendors outside, flower vendors. It's just like a big party, and that's why to me, like I love cemeteries. I love Day of the Dead. I love. All that stuff. So that's why, like, Coco is one of my favorite movies because <laughs> it's a cute movie. Because I feel like it, re- like, it's really relatable, yeah. especially to like us Mexicans. Um. Anyway, I got off topic, but I love cemeteries, and, <laughs> and maybe I'll get married in one She's one like, day. I, I love cemeteries, and that's why I picked this topic. <laughs> and that's why I picked this topic because I love cemeteries, and maybe y'all people like cemeteries too, but. Yeah, let's all go ha- to a cemetery, maybe, I guess. Maybe one of y'all would want to marry God to a cemetery. Yeah, like to marry. Hint, hint. <laughs> Husband material. No. Oh. Send in your applications to no the interview. No one's going <laughs> to no want to marry me. <laughs> Send in your applications to scarynerdscarypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Make it a picture. Yeah. Attach a picture. <laughs> Attach a profile picture, all of your social media, a summary of why you want to marry Caro and why we should choose you over everybody else. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something. If you just bring me a bag of hot Cheetos, that's all it takes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
and tacos. Easy ass. And tacos. We, we start getting all these emails after this episode comes out. Oh, I, I would so laugh. It. I doubt it. It's like oh. crickets. It's oh like my god! Crickets. Y'all should put in the subject um, Attention. application <laughs> for Carlos' husband or uh, marriage application. Marriage application, yeah. And <laughs> the subject line put marriage application. Oh god, I'm excited to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many we get. <laughs> Put it in the pile of gifts from all my other guys, suitors. Guys, I'm being serious. Like, if y'all send this mm-hmm. in, we will do a bonus episode. Just read <laughs> If y'all oh give us permission, we'll read it. <laughs> like, we'll leave y'all's names out, but, you know, we'll, we'll we'll sort through all the emails. Oh, my Jesus. It'll be like The Bachelor, but, like, podcast, podcast edition. <laughs> I'm so down oh, for this. Oh, my gosh. But, yes, you guys. Cemeteries are my jam, and I love cemeteries. And, you know, I can feel when I need to go to a cemetery. Like, I'll start dreaming of my relatives that are really? that are past, and I'm like, Mom, we need to go to a cemetery, and my grandma right away, let's go. We just have to stop and buy flowers. <laughs> my grandma's Aww. always down for the cemetery. My so my real mom does that. Like, she'll, she loves to go every single year, and she'll go, and, like, they'll go eat or, like, something mm-hmm. like that, and then they'll go clean everything off. and yeah. I like yeah. to make them um, decorations. Like Halloween, I'll always go leave like pumpkins or when it's going to be Christmas because mm-hmm. there's three of them. So it's my grandpa who passed away when I was in seventh grade. And then my uncle Ray who passed away like in 2012. And then my aunt who recently passed away a couple years ago. Um, I'll go leave a Christmas tree for each one of them, like a little Aww. Christmas tree. Like I love Christmas, not as much as Halloween, but I still celebrate Christmas, you know. And then I'll decorate it, like, the little trees and buy little ornaments for them. But Aww. I try to keep them, like, in the seasons. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. For Valentine's Day, like, leave little hearts. Some You got to just keep in touch with them. I get real sad because my Aunt Sabrina <clears throat> and my great-grandpa, they're both buried at Fort Sam. Oh. And, like, they only leave, like, the flowers and the decorations up for two days. Mm-hmm. Like, probably, like, down. less than 24 hours. And then they, like, get it and throw it away. So it's like we could spend all this money on like buying them like flowers, decorating their grave mm-hmm. for Christmas, Halloween, whatever, Day of the Dead, and then like they'll be thrown away. They won't even keep them there. So like what's the point sometimes? Yeah. I know how that is. But like at the cemetery that all my family's buried at, I think they clean in March. They clean like twice a year where they just go with like a machine and like just push everything, everything in the up. trash. So we try to go before and pick up the flowers that are still okay. Um you know what makes me sad, though? There's this um, little graveyard. Like, okay, so it's my family's, and it's two. And they're each fit fit two people, so there's still room for my grandma or whatever. So it's the two tombstones that it's my family's. And then next to it is this little grave, but nobody bothered to buy a tombstone. It still has a little, like, paper plaque. Um. And it's, like, they died in, like... 2003 there's never any flowers or anything so whenever we're there i always make sure to put flowers i don't know the person and i don't know like if their parents are or like they have family here but i always make sure that that graveyard like that little grave has flowers because i feel like it's my responsibility i don't know why and i'll tell brianna does that little my niece brianna like you already know go put those flowers into that other little grave like i just feel so bad like they didn't make the effort to buy anything for that 
grave and it just makes me so sad. That's sad. Yeah. Or what if it's like a no man grave? Like they didn't yeah. have family or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe that's why you have that that overwhelming feeling that you need to take yeah. care of them because they don't have family. Maybe. That but every be. time I go, I check you on it. You adopted a spirit. I did. That's, I feel that for it. Who's following you? <gasps> what if, what it if it's is? an old man? Mm-hmm. What if it's an old man? Is that is there a name oh, or anything on there? I can, you can unmark. Barely see it. Like it's. Doing that little plaque, but like all the rain and all that, like maybe maybe he is old man and he's like your little guardian angel. Oh, maybe, but I always maybe that you broke your nail. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you what happened? No. Well, I had just got my nails done, and then in the you know like when you hit your nails, when you break a nail, you hit it on something hard. They don't just break. And so I woke up because Voodoo was next to me. He was like like purring, and then I was like the heck and then i just feel my thumb like move and my nail snapped in half my nail snapped in half that's why i had to cut all of them short <gasps> but i'm like i was like ah, i'm dreaming right whatever i'm dreaming i woke up and my nail was snapped right in half cut in half and i'm like how did this happen in my sleep like i didn't i do not know how that happened in my sleep i do not know she just super glued her nails so i just day. super glued it i'm like please like just don't mess with my nails i pay so much money for them like what if he was like, uh, Mija, these are too long. You need to cut them. Yeah. He's like, you got to go to Muay Thai and cut them off. <laughs> well, I told her, I was like, what if they're like, ooh, that's pretty. And whoops. Oh, my maybe bad. Maybe, yeah. she, maybe she won't I, notice. I would be that kind of ghost. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's like, this, a this clumsy too. ghost. Oh, shit. Sorry. One of our other coworkers is like, well, maybe it was voodoo. I was like, no, I feel like if it was voodoo, he would have taken off with the other piece. So yeah. Like, like, messed with it. Yeah. Or tried chewing on it or something. Or, or she would have like felt him. On me, on my hand. Yeah. But it just snapped. And I'm like, what the heck? That was so random. It's super You didn't like your nails. <laughs> you didn't. They were Halloween nails. They had it's blood like, on nope. them. Mm-mm. Yeah. Sometimes, like, if I would get, like, I wouldn't get, like, Halloween stuff. And my grandmas, they'd look at me. They're like, what's on your nails? What is that? I haven't gotten mine done in so long. I need to. <laughs> I need to go again. At least get them colored. I feel yeah. like a girl again. Get my eyebrows twisted. <laughs> I can stop looking like a wolf. So y'all Ow. want to be buried in cemeteries? I want to be cremated. Me too. I want to be so, cremated. I don't, I don't know yet. I haven't thought about it. Me neither. I'll be lighter if I'm cremated. All these tacos. I want to be cremated heavy. and put in a pug urn. Cute. That's what I want to be <laughs> cremated in is a pug urn. <laughs> I want a leopard print urn, and it would have to be like looks like big or there's some hose in this urn <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect priscilla get your get your cricket ready for when i die <laughs> there's some uh, hose in this urn <laughs> and then like on the door wherever they put your urn they she could put your little uh my door. little sign yeah your little <laughs> door sign. there's some hose in this house <laughs> some hose that's my jam still <laughs> Fabulous. Oh my god. Fabulous. You know, so like I, I you know, whenever I think about it, I'm like, do I wanna be buried? Do I want bugs inside me? Do I want bugs to eat me? Kinda of reminds me of Corpse Bride, don't. like a worm coming yeah. out of your eye. Oh. That's what I picture and I'm yeah. like, I don't know, but maybe I do just wanna be like cremated. Because I know my mom wants to be cremated, Tim wants to be cremated. So I'm like, well if I cremate if I get cremated, then like the our kids can have both mine and Tim's ashes together or like with them or whatever so well i heard now you they do like the jewelry yeah yeah so. and then they do like they'll give um like the big urn right mm-hmm. but then like to i guess like let's say if the husband dies first the wife they'll give her a little separate like 
baggy thing, like for her, oh. or like for whichever family member like wants it. It's a little diff. It's like it's a little baggy thing, mm-hmm. like a cute thing. I don't know where so, I read this. But so like they separate your body. Like yeah, my, my boobs are in this bag. <laughs> I don't know where I read or heard this, but I can't remember if I read it or if it was a video I watched or another podcast. I can't remember, but I remember. Somebody was saying that at their funeral they want to be cremated, but they want little baggies of their ashes passed out to everybody. Party favors, <laughs> like party favors. And I was like, Ew. "Thank you for showing up. Here's my toe." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" This person was like being dead serious. Like, no, like I really want my ashes to be passed out. I want all of my family members to have a piece of me, and like, well, they should make it into a ring or something, but not like, just a bag. And like, however they were talking to was like, but. What if, like, they give it to, like, the wrong person and they use it for, like, wrong reasons or, like, you're, like, under a mat a whole time or, like, you get put in, in kitty litter? Yeah. Or... All I know is that I would give pieces of my ass to the family members I didn't like. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> Kiss <Yeah>. that bitch. <laughs> Lord. Um, I'd be like, uh-uh, give her a butt cheek. I don't like her. Oh, like that one episode of My Strange Addiction to where this lady was addicted to eating her husband's ashes. They gave her what? They gave her her husband's ashes, and every day she would like lick her finger, stick it in there like if it was like Lucas, and eat it. And she was down to like this much, like literally like two. She was eating her husband. She was eating her husband's ashes, and people were telling her like, "What are you doing? You're crazy! Like, stop doing that!" But she was addicted to eating him. Addicted. I'm like, girl, that's what the fuck? Is that how he died? I don't know. <laughs> she ate him. Maybe I she will sucked eat him up to her. <laughs> I don't know what happened, okay? I just know <laughs> that she was eating him. Ew. What? I just pictured those people that eat the sausage. Like, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry now. <laughs> We're always hungry. I really want a burger. But not for I'm not, not a booger. A burger. burger. A hanger burger. I can't watch it. Hamburger. 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 We're so delirious right now. Oh my gosh, guys. This Thank is what happens guys. when we're tired and hungry. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around. Um, we have an announcement to make. Um, this is gonna be our final episode. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, it is? No. <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> Why? Okay. All right, I guess. No. Well, we do have an announcement to make. We do. We do. We do. We do. We do. Are you? It's today. Yes. Today's that day. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay, guys, get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. We have it, another spooky baby coming. It's not me. <laughs> you already know I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's me. Yay! Yay! Yep. Nick I and I are having babies. a baby. So they got married and got pregnant. I'm not sorry. They got engaged and got pregnant within the same time frame. Within yeah. the same month. Wait, pretty much. It was probably that day. You're probably oh. like, dang. And she's <laughs> not like six or eight weeks, guys. No. I'm 12. <laughs> she's already passed her first trimester. <laughs> and like, I had no idea. She like flew past her first trimester. Mm-hmm. So basically me and Mandy are pregnant at the same time. Without knowing it. Without knowing it. But it's weird because in my mind, she's like six weeks. She's like barely pregnant Because I just found out. So in my mind, I'm like, no, you're like four or five weeks pregnant. No. But she's like. Because I'm like telling her all these symptoms things. She's like, damn, you're feeling that already? She's like, oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be feeling any of that right now. Oh wait, never mind. You're like (laughs) two months pregnant. (laughs) So we have two scary, not scary babies. Wait, 
Three. It's three now. God was baby too, though. Remember? Oh, yeah. Ours is hers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have two kids at the same time. I'm so stressed. (laughs) And she's supposed to get married too, so. Yeah. My goodness. You have a lot on your plate, God. I know. (laughs) Everyone's husband is my husband. (laughs) Everyone's baby. Everyone's baby is my baby. (laughs) Yeah, like when she showed up this morning, Tim texted me, oh, God was here. Okay, tell her I said I'm sorry that the apartment's dirty. I've just been busy. I'm like, what? I've just been busy. Like he has to explain to me. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm gonna come up here and beat his ass. Or like, or like when she leaves without saying bye. You were there that mm-hmm. uh, last week. He was like, "Where's God?" I was like, "She left." Oh, really? She just left. That's it. Not, not even telling. Okay, fine, whatever. And he like walked off. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> oh my she's God. my friend." I'm sorry, <laughs> go in. So funny. I love babies. I'm just so excited. Yeah, you're gonna be an auntie three times. Three times. Or twice again. God. <laughs> Are they sure it's just one baby in there? Uh-oh. I hope so. They would have already I told saw her she's only far. one. That's true. They would have already seen one heartbeat. Yeah. I only heard one. Sack. Sack. They could be on top of each other, though. I'm That's what my mom totally said. She completely freaked me out. I was like, don't do this to me. She's like, oh. She's like, you're having twins and that's it. Oh, hell no. Okay, especially because she was like, well, we don't really know Nick's history mm. that much. She's like, so maybe. So I was like, oh, hell no. So when maternity leave comes up, guys, don't worry. We have a plan. We got this. We got to <laughs> talk about the plan that we're going to make, but we have a plan. I'm if the not, only one that's going to be recording. Gonna be, if not, it's going to be Cato and Tim recording together. <laughs> Because that's our backup. We'll probably have Lena come in here too and record with them. But welcome to we'll the have shit backup. show. <laughs> yeah, because you first, and then literally two months later, me. Mm-hmm. We got so, this. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. figure we'll, it out. We'll figure it out. But you know, <laughs> until then, just make sure you send in your marriage applications for us to review for Cottle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> We'll do a bonus episode if you give us permission <laughs> reviewing these applications. Or what we could do is actually record ourselves reading like our reactions, like oh recorded. <laughs> oh, I'm not ready for that. That would be like great. a reaction recording. Um, yes. So make sure in the subject line you put marriage application and we'll put you in a little folder and save it until we decide when we're going to record. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> I'm ready. Once we ready. are now Scary Not Scary podcast slash match podcast for Gato. Matchmaker. <laughs> matchmaker. Oh, Scary matchmaker for Gato. Matchmaker. I'm being serious, y'all. Send us your applications. Make sure you send a picture too with all of your social media. Y'all are so annoying. I can find my own man. No, I can't. (laughs) Send in your applications. (laughs) Now. And uh, welcome to October. Yay! It's gonna be fun. Happy October, guys. Yeah, I hope you're ready for more spooky episodes. We're gonna keep the momentum going. So, like we said before, if you have any suggestions, make sure you send them to us at our email along with your marriage applications Mm -hmm. at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, podcast app, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Download the Podbean app. Make sure you download Podbean. We have um, some stuff coming up in October, and you want to make sure you have Podbean, so subscribe to us on Podbean. Should be and fun. I think that's it. That's, that's it. it. Right? Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Okay. But I'm going to stress it one more time. 
make sure you send in your application. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. I get it. But until then, remember to always... Be